Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us as we take a look at the book. I have in my hand a five-part audio series on CD entitled The Babylon Factor. How does Iraq and what is going on in that region of the world play into the end-time prophecy that is found in God's holy word? Well, that's what we deal with in this particular series, a five-part, five-hour series on CD. It's an audio series entitled The Babylon Factor. This time, we're going to look at Ishmael's true legacy. You might remember Abraham and Hagar, the Egyptian handmaiden for Sarah, had a son. His name was Ishmael. What did he do? Well, he established one nation. He did not father all of the Arab world. We'll get into that in just a moment as we take a look at the book. This is a must-listen for you. The Babylon Factor will explain why the United States military might is in Babylon, or that's the biblical name for modern-day Iraq today. So let's take a moment now and listen to Ishmael's true legacy. In the book of Genesis chapter 11, verses 4 and 5, we read the phrase, Let us build us a city and a tower. And as we yesterday spent our time in study, we came to the conclusion that Nimrod, his wife Semiramis, played key roles in establishing a one-world government, let us build us a city, And let us build us a tower, a one-world religion. Let us make us a name that we may be able to worship at this tower, at this temple, at this heathen temple that would be erected there in the plains of Shinar. And so we have seen that the principle of a one-world government and a one-world religion was established some 4,500 years ago in a location that we know today as modern-day Iraq. Now, tomorrow morning, I will conclude this study and show you the significance of all the information we've given thus far. Tonight, I will trace Babylon, and I will trace the Babylonian captivity and the Babylonian activity throughout the entire Bible, even to modern times, and show you, as we lead up to it, how this one-world religion and this one-world political apparatus has been set up and what we're looking forward to, especially in the fulfillment of Revelation chapter 17 and chapter 18. So I hope you can be with us tomorrow morning to do that. But in the study of establishing a one-world government and a one-world religion and that principle being put in place by Satan through his powers of Uh, dispatching evil angels to come down to take control of human beings. And by the way, that principle is displayed for us in the 10th chapter, as I mentioned yesterday, of Daniel, when he dispatches in verse 13, uh, the evil prince of Persia, in verse 20 of Daniel chapter 10, the evil prince of Greece. And in fact, this evil prince stopped the heavenly visitor from coming to Daniel for 21 days, three weeks, as Daniel was fasting in sackcloth and ashes, wanting to have more information about the end times. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 that there will be those evil angels dispatched to take control of so-called religious leaders. 
And, well, let, let's look at that just for a moment. I think this is important because this one world government, one world religion that was set in place 4,500 years ago is going to be perpetuated throughout the years and will conclude with Revelation chapter 17 and 18. But in the last days, this is what we should be paying attention to. Chapter 11, 2 Corinthians, and look at verse 13. He is talking in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 about false teachers. Verse 13, for such are the false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. These false teachers transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Now that we're not another apostle, Paul the last of the apostles, so we're not talking about that gift of apostleship given to somebody else, but sent ones here, the apostle term used. Verse 14, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Satan himself will be discerned by the peoples of the last days as an angel of light. Look at verse 15. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers, whose ministers? Satan's ministers, also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness who is in shall be according to their works. The end of these ministers of Satan, supposedly angels of light, will be in place in the last days. That means that some sacred pulpits in this world, especially, possibly, definitely on Christian, so-called Christian television, will be demonic. Because a man opens a Bible and uses a few vocabulary words that we recognize, doesn't mean he truly is of God. He could be of Satan. A human body possessed by a satanic being, an angel of light, a minister of righteousness. This is going to be happening in the last days. Uh, There's one so-called Christian television network and some of you dear peoples giving monies to these Christian, so-called Christians on this network. One of them, who used to be stationed down here in Orlando, now is in Dallas, Texas, making a statement I saw with my own eyes. I'm not telling you what somebody else told me. I saw with my own eyes. He was giving a prophecy that this particular network, and I'll name the network, Trinity Broadcasting Network, TBN, was going to be the entrance to heaven. We would come through TBN to get to heaven. And in fact, the blessings of God were on them. And this one so-called prophet said that if you have a dead loved one, roll their casket up to the television, turn on TBN, lift their arm out, put it on the television, and they will be resurrected. And that's what some are supporting You know, for so many years, our Day of Discovery television program was on TBN. And then Mark and I and several others said, we're going to stand at the judgment seat of Christ one day. Can we bear be a part of that? And we pulled off. There's still one or two, what I would consider good men on there. But most of it is very dangerous. Excuse me, I'm just telling you what the last days is going to be like. Satan as a minister of light and his ministers of righteousness. Well, that is exactly how it is going to be propagated in the world. This philosophy established at Babylon, a one world religion, a one world church, or 
excuse me, a one world government, a one world religion. I'm going to be speaking, and I mentioned it this morning, or yesterday morning, that this morning I would be speaking on the subject of the Islamic faith. We have heard a lot about the Islamic faith since September the 11th. We have seen our president of the United States embrace Islam. We have seen him bring 40 Islamic clerics into the White House on the beginning of Ramadan. Ramadan, that 30 days of fasting, when they celebrate the giving from Angel Gabriel to Muhammad, the Koran, their holy book. We saw those men literally get on their knees and pray to a God that no one in that White House claims to know. We have seen public service announcements. Oh, don't worry. It's not all the Islamic faith. It's those who have hijacked the Islamic faith. Now that's a dangerous lie as well. And I'll explain that. Before I get to the Islamic faith and my title for this today would be The True Legacy of Ishmael. I mentioned the name Ishmael, and if you're like 99 and 44, 100% of Bible students today, you would say, well, Ishmael, yeah, we know Ishmael. He's the father of the Arab world. And I even see several of you shaking your heads in agreement with me. Sorry to say, that is not correct. You've been listening to the third of a five-part series on The Babylon Factor. It's a five-hour audio series on CD that is available for you to be able to study exactly how Iraq and what's going on militarily in that region of the world plays into the end-time scenario that is found in Bible prophecy. If you have a friend, a loved one, or an acquaintance that may be serving in Iraq, You need to get a copy of this CD so you come to a biblical understanding of why the United States is participating in this particular venture. I would like you to pass this along to friends who do have a connection with someone in that war-torn country. The Babylon Factor, that's the name of the five-hour audio series. It's The Babylon Factor, and it's available if you call our toll-free number or go to our website. You can purchase your own copy of this series. The phone number to call, it's a toll-free number, 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and go to our shopping mall, and there you'll be able to see how you can get your own copy of The Babylon Factor. By the way, everything that we study in this series, The Babylon Factor, will help you understand where we are in God's time, and it will give you the evidence needed to understand the rapture, the next main event in God's calendar of activities where he calls all Christians to be with him forever. The rapture could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's basically nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...